So, for some odd reason, people people are just so disrespectful. They're always about, what have you done for me lately? And there was this comparison where even Matt Barnes said that he'd pick a prime KD over a prime T-Mac. We all know Matt Barnes isn't the most sober individual, so we have to take what he says with a grain of salt. But um, the crew and I, we start to basically go back and forth about who we think is better in their prime, T-Mac or Kevin Durant. Coming next. Are we talking about T-Mac right now? You're not paying attention. Bro, you ain't paying attention. You ain't paying attention. I was trying to do this organically. I was trying to do this real organically. I'm still going gonna... right, to let, let this part, part No, no, no. The people have to know. I'm going to let this part be on the show. <laughs> My bad. Um, well, are you still softball, softballing me into the T-Mac topic right now? No, no. It's no longer cute. You know what? It's... I'd like T-Mac. <laughs> yeah, I, I told you, I told you you should have started with him, bro. I told you you should have started with somebody else. You know, listen, Vito. But, but, but listen, I, he, he mentioned T-Mac, so I thought organically, you know, we're just giving the lie. Can I organically say that AD's never won a championship without all-star players around him? But that's also LeBron, though. Huh? Oh, all right, Carson, after you. Huh? No. <laughs> Shots fired all around. Right? When has he not? What do you mean when is When is he not? Who? No, wait, so wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So Cleveland? Who? Are you trying to Wait, hold on, 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 like, yeah. That was going out here. How, many, how many people you score see score thirteen points in like no time at all? Nobody. Nobody. KD ain't KD sure ain't do it. He didn't do it. KD, KD didn't become a good defense player until he had uh all, all NBA defenders around. But let's let's, let's talk. Hey. Let's talk. Hey. <laughs> I personally don't think anyone in this chat is gonna say prime KD is better than prime Matt. No. Hey. Not true. I don't think anybody should be saying that. I think Matt Morris <laughs> went back to smoking some, but he still wouldn't even tie it. <laughs> Listen, when you play with the great ones on your team, you're, you you are off their high a little bit. You're just like, yeah, I don't know. Prime KD is a... Is a what? Oh, what? There's, yeah, a reason, there's a reason why T-Mac made to the Hall of Fame without a break. He's one of the greats. Like, the, the I'm just going to say, T-Mac made people care about the Orlando Magic. Again. Don't don't disrespect my boy Penny Hardaway. He still needs to be voted to the Hall of Fame. No disrespect, but I was, I was in Florida. Okay, man. Picture eight year old me watching the Magic, not knowing I deal what basketball is, and just seeing this guy go in on people. True. I respect that. I respect that. I do. He was on but, the news every day down there. I was just about to say. I think he was the biggest thing since Shaq, literally. Yes, absolutely. One of the taller players. Yeah, that's a fact. He, hey, so. stat, you know where I stand on the topic. Prime T-Mac is the only player who's better than Kobe Bryant in my eyes. Right. And that's that's me saying so. And that hurt. That's a Laker fan. That, that ladies and gentlemen, this is the Prime T-Mac, though. Over the span of the career, Kobe got him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Prime T-Mac? Boy, that was a problem, man. Y'all, y'all don't understand. Prime T-Mac. Whoa. Was, was no other prime 13, 13 points in 33 seconds. That boy would just he would drop bouquet over anybody, bro. Dunk it in the lane. Yo, it was it was, it was, it was so wait, 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 wait. 
So you saying Bron T Mac is the only player better than Kobe in history? No, in my eyes, yes. In your eyes, you, in my eyes, yes. What, what vision? You got you got fifteen, fifteen vision. Michael Jordan is not alive in his fantasy. I, don't, I, don't know I was about to say because Kobe, Kobe definitely emulated his game after Michael Jordan. But that doesn't that doesn't that just means he learned from him. That doesn't yeah mean, yeah. And Kobe did it better. Learned from him and he mimicked him. Yeah, and Kobe did it better. No, oh man. I was just about to say uh, I I can't disagree with not necessarily he did he did it better, but just like you know just because you learn from someone doesn't mean. Can only go as hard as high as they went. You can never go higher. No, that's what I'm, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying he he tried to take Jordan's moves, but still didn't even surpass Jordan with Jordan's moves. Wait, oh, wait, oh, hold on. I think he did. I think I, I think they're going to sleep on Kobe just because Kobe Kobe had a tough time in the Western Conference, bro. But my, my man has five rings. <laughs> okay, my man got all of his shot taken. He got five rings. Bro. A lot of other people. But three of them, three of them was handed, handed, given to him like KD. Hey, hey, Shaq, Shaq is just like LeBron. You need a finisher on his team to go anywhere. Well, I mean, he's a center, so I mean, he doesn't control the ball. I mean, but that doesn't mean he needs a finisher. We've seen centers who dominate without having a finisher. You won't hey, hey, um, We've um, never, um, we've Brian, never Brian, seen a center by himself and him be the star player and not have a bunch of scrubs around him. But we have seen Whoa, centers. Hey, oh, but we have seen centers with good players around them who were the closers on their team. Yo, Carson, you just kind of real salty. Elijah Wan? No, no one's gonna show respect to one of the greatest players of all time. Hockey by himself. One, he he didn't have a whole bunch of role players around him. Robert Horry, Kenny Jessman, Bill Russell. I'm confused. He had a Robert, whole bunch of players, sure, but like Robert Horry is is. Probably one of the best, Boy. one of the Boy. best complimentary players Boy. in history. But I don't know that, about but, complimentary, but you, but you heard complimentary though, right? Yeah, I heard complimentary. I would all say right. clutch shooters. You got clutch shooters. Just because you put one of the greatest doesn't mean like, oh, he's, he's an all star or, or he's an all NBA president. He just was a good basketball player. <laughs> like that's it. You want you want to sit here and tell me Robert Horry better than Kyrie Irving? No. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So back to the original point. Like I said, none of us are going to sit here and disagree on the fact that T-Mac in his prime, asterisk, 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 is better than KD in his prime, asterisk, because yeah. of the simple fact that, one, KD didn't play a lick of defense until he got the, to the Warriors. Let's talk about that. One one, one specific example. T-Mac had no choice. He, played, he had to play defense wherever he went. Otherwise, they would get smoked because they, they, they would get smoked. Yeah, because he has scrubs on his team. I was about to say, because he's the only one. Him and, him and uh, Vince. Oh, no, that was Toronto. He didn't have to play defense in Toronto. Yeah, he, he wasn't even prime T-back yet in Toronto. Yao yeah, Ming? He was getting there. Girl, stop. We talking about we talking about Orlando. I don't even care. Oh, my We're not talking about the best players in China. Really, really, the first three years. No, the first two years in Houston were his best years. No. Apparently, he missed half the season when he was 26 with Houston. Then he played 71 games. But this is Prime T-Mac. Prime T-Mac was age 21 to 25. Where he did that was like his last year say, in Orlando in his first I'll, three. In I was going to say, right? damn it. That's his damn his whole career. <laughs> nah, he, he, was in a, he was in the league. He was in the league for 16 seasons. Man, that's that's only four seasons. That's a, that's a Oh, season. man, he was in the league for 16 seasons. Seven of those he didn't play. Actually, one, 
two, three, four, five of those. So he was he was solid for the first nine, nine and a half, ten seasons. Uh, so anyway, the point is he averaged thirty-two points, the six and a half rebounds, five assists, one one and a half, not one and a half, two steals and one block, and he only averaged two and a half turnovers while playing forty minutes per game. Forty minutes per game on a team where you didn't have to worry about guarding anybody but him. He still gave you 32, five assists, two steals, and a block. He still gave you buckets. He still gave you a block. And yeah. uh, Ed defended your best player. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Don't, that's not to be stated. He also did that as well. He defended um, the, your best player. Locked him down, too. Straight up. Now, Kevin Durant, um, not to be understated, he also has two all-NBA defensive players around him, Draymond Green and Klay Thompson. Um... All he has to do is play the greatest help defense of his life. And I don't know about you guys. I feel a lot better knowing that I got guys who I can just, you know, all right, yeah, he's got the paint on the help, and then I got somebody on the wing in case somebody cuts. Like, I'm good. I could just play my man straight up, use my length. I can gamble more. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Now, going to Kevin Durant's stats, he has never averaged more than 1.3 assists. Um, so that there goes that stat. Um, what's another stat? Uh, he he did average a block last season. Shout out to you. <laughs> it's very easy to average six assists on the Warriors. So but, I'm not gonna that. It's easy to average um, a block when you're seven feet. Yeah, that too. That too. And his best season of 32 came with uh Russell Westbrook and OKC, but, bro. But beyond that. We've seen KD take on the best player on the other team how many times? Never. Maybe, maybe five times in his career? He did it, he did it barely, twice barely to LeBron that. in the finals last season. Barely that, barely that but – Two possessions. This is what I'm like saying. Said, like, he's played, like, like said, five possessions. Easy. That's the- easy to do when you've got all-NBA talent around you. Like, hey. yo, I'll take LeBron because when he drive past me, I got Draymond and somebody else on the cut. I got hey. Clay swiping at his leg to get the ball, and then I got Draymond to contest with him in the air. Hey, you heard you heard what the man said. He said all three of them deserve to have their statues in front of the center. If uh, if they yeah, get the three, you, know, feet, you realize he, he said know. three of them and not four. <laughs> you know, you know what time it is. Yeah. He said, "Yeah, I, I wait to wait to Boogie come back and regulate all that nonsense." Yeah. Boogie about to shut it down. Boogie about to be like, "Oh, y'all forgot about me." He might oh, so oh, y'all forgot. Don't call it a comeback. Oh, oh, y'all stupid, stupid. Heard. Wait a minute. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Wait a minute. I'm looking at something, right? And it says Kevin Durant made the All-Star team while playing 27 games. Yeah. How did you make the All-Star team playing 27 games? That's like like, like, uh, the committee giving Alabama the nod last year. Thank you. That's exactly (laughs) what that is. Carson, clap it off for you. That was the best analogy I've heard. Well, the most accurate one that I've heard in a while. Because, like, that, that's that's astronaut. Now, comparison, well, Tracy McGrady also came up during a time where there were much better players at every position. So it was a lot harder to just make the all-star team by default. <clears throat> NBA, fix that. Um, the one season where he played double Kevin Durant's uh, total from that season, Kevin Durant played, what, 27? Tracy McGrady played 50. And he didn't make the all-star team. And he averaged more points than KD. Hey man, it's it's, it's kind of like the same thing with a uh, KD's help defense. Now that he have, doesn't have to do it as often, mm. when people do see it, they're like, "Oh my God, that's that's great." 
But you know, right. when you get the huge sample size, you're like, maybe it's not as great as we thought it was. We going, we going, contested against these other cases. Right, right. See that but, makes that makes perfect sense. But you know, people just people just giving KD the nod, man. They 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 really think that he just going now that he got Steph back. These these guys <laughs> just going the conference. I mean, I'm just waiting for Demarcus Cousins to come back and just mess all that up. That's, that's you think he's gonna mess up the chemistry and they go? Oh, because right now I'm looking at like I'm to me, money. if you if you ask me, the top four seeded teams in the Western Conference could all be in Cali. Yeah, they could be, but that, but that, see, that's a pipe that, dream. That's that's, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I think the Mavericks are playing out of their freaking mind. Um, shout out to my favorite player in the league, Luka Doncic. Um, I've been clamoring. Luka, mm. yo, I've been clam- I was clamoring for the Knicks to just drop, just you know. Let's just trade off, please. Let's let's send whatever we gotta send to whatever team and go get Luca to pair up with Doctor Frank. Um, if Doctor Frank and Luca Doncic and Porzingis, we would have the, the we would have the next Spurs. We would have the greatest international team in the NBA. The three um, hardest names to say in the league. Yeah, <laughs> No, I don't know. Doncic was actually pretty easy. I didn't think it was that easy until I heard it. it was like, yeah, his name is Doncic. I mean, there, of course, there's an accident, but, you know, us ignorant Americans are never going to put an accent on that name. Um, <laughs> so uh, there's that. But, no, I think – I heard the Lakers only one and a half games out the West. Like, what the, What in the world's going on? What's going on? So I just want you to know that I – personally cannot give you the information you need to pick a team coming out the west in the nba it's um it's almost ridiculous how one through i think 11 in that conference are all separated by 40 games four four and a half games and lebron you chose to go out there i mean he went to la but that that's not the point coming up next the crew and i we tackle some issues um regarding playoff seating in the west it's too early but for, for thrills and gills, we're gonna go ahead and talk about it anyway. Man, you already know LeBron. Wherever LeBron goes, then success breeds success. LeBron right, got in fine. there. Right, that's enough of you. Hey, so keep this right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yo, that's enough. Keep this. But I mean. And everybody knew it was going to be a, a tall task for LeBron to get these young boys rallied up and, you know, build the chemistry. But, I mean, LeBron does it everywhere he goes. So, I mean, you know, it's just LeBron, baby. But I, I will say Kuz is, Kuz is playing at a really high level right now. Oh, Kuz is balling. I'm going to tell you what happened right here. And I'm going to tell you right now, it ain't got nothing to do with Carson's boy who always be dropping points in the fourth quarter. Who that? Car- I mean, Car- LeBron is always m- missing free throws in the clutch. That's what I was trying to talk about. But b- besides that, besides that, I'm going to tell you what really happened. A lot of players got injured, bro. <laughs> A lot of players got injured. Rondo's out. Brandon Ingram's out. So now Luke Walton has to go with a more consistent lineup. He's not trying to throw all these pieces in. He played, he played around with Michael Beasley for a little bit, but that was just an experiment. Pause. Mm-hmm. Pause. Ooh, super pause. Hold up. My bad. Oh. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. My bad. Right Rewind. Hold up. No, but he uh, decided to put Michael Beasley in the rotation oh. and gave him a, a, a little too many 
minutes at first, but eventually reduced his minutes. And now he has like a, a good solid rotation. One, he put Josh Hart in the starting lineup. And I've been saying, Josh Hart, they've been giving KCP all the minutes that Josh Hart has rightfully earned. First of all, you actually never re-signed KCP. I heard he was only re-signed to basically um, make sure LeBron knew what they were doing before he was allowed to know what he was doing because they yeah. should change it. Um, and teams do not care. They have no shame in telling you, like, hey, um, uh, can you tell your agent to uh, come by and have coffee with us? Yeah, sure, whatever. It's, all, it's about LeBron. <laughs> yeah. You already know what time it is. No one cares about KCP. And the oh, Lakers yeah. like, sure, we'll take a $12 million, uh, team option real quick, keep you on board, so that you could tell LeBron all the greatness here. Basically, basically what they said is, we'll, we're willing to pay an extra $12 million this year that's not going to go in LeBron's pockets just to make sure we get LeBron on the team. Like, we're, 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 we're willing to put an extra $12 billion LeBron dollars on the books. <laughs> I was <laughs> not actually going to LeBron. That, that's exactly what LeBron's going to bring you way, especially the Lakers, he's going to bring them. 40 times 12 million. Oh, so, good God. Like, at least. Not at even, least. It's not even like at this least. is the most profitable player you guys have had since Kobe and his MVP year. Like, this oh, is. Oh, yeah. This is. This even, is even though, even then, because Kobe was always viewed as the villain in the league. He was. Right. So I this can't. Is the, this, say is that. The most, this is the most marketable, play, marketable player we've had since Magic. Yeah, I was just about to say, never mind. You're right. It's definitely. Not. Everybody loved everybody, Magic. Everybody loved Magic until and everybody. People hated loved LeBron Magic. for a while, but they. They loved him so much they came back around. <laughs> like, that's how you know you're good. You know you're good when you can have the whole world against you, and then they come around and they they back on you because you went back home. You know, they couldn't. Were. They love you, and they couldn't even love to hate you. They, they couldn't. They couldn't even right. do that because he he doesn't feed into it. If he would have fed into it a little bit longer, he would have been good. But he said that's why they lost. He felt like they were too busy trying to be somebody they weren't. And then when they started, you know, just kicking butt, taking names, <laughs> everything took off from there. No, the West is crazy. Everybody's winning. West is not supposed to be winning. Crazy, boy. Everybody's boy, I, losing. I looked at it the other day, like one through nine in the Western Conference, or was it like one through eleven? <laughs> is there's a, like a five game back difference? Like the the eleventh seed in the West right now is five games back. The two seed in the East right now is five games back. Like, yeah, that's crazy. yeah, yeah. It's because of um, yeah, yeah. That's that's why. <laughs> That's that's all I can say. But to be honest, this is the most balanced the league has been in quite some time. Um, I, mean, I think it's like it's 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 definitely balanced, but I still feel like the East is top heavy. Like I feel like the lower half of the East is a lot more balanced. It's not as easy to be like, all right, these two teams are dominant. These are the six playoff teams. These four teams have a shot, and the rest of buns. It's like now it's I, I, like these three are elite, and then everybody else is kind of in the same realm. Yeah, that part I understand, but even with you guys, you know who the elite teams are. They're really just off to a slow start. Um, well, that's the or, thing, though. In the West, if some of these teams don't get themselves together, they're going to miss the playoffs. So no matter which teams are the elite teams, some of these elite teams might miss the playoffs. I'll put it like this. Every team can't be a buyer. And, you know, come trade deadline, every, like that's when you make the winning move to get you into the playoffs. But <laughs> I'm going to put it to you like this. Five teams, five teams from the playoffs last year in the West are outside right now looking at Yeah. Five. Yes. And those five teams are the Spurs, the Pelicans, the Timberwolves, the Jazz, and the Rockets. That's a fact. And you know what? I don't think I don't think the majority of them get in. I think I think three of them get in. I'm not gonna tell I think, you I think only two of them get in. Oh, you're tripping. You're smoking. 
What's wrong? Because one, I like uh, one. I'm trying to think of teams that didn't make the playoff last season that are going to be in it this season. The Clippers, I think, are going to be in it. I'm really rooting for the Kings. I can't just because nah, they're, just nah. because they're young. No, no, just bro, just because they're young, I think that they might fall apart towards the end of the That's season. What I was say. But we could also see them make a, I think, a run like the Jazz did last season. Nah. Where, their rookies really come to play the second half of the season. Nah, they definitely It's a possibility, bro. It's a possibility. I think Marvin Bagley might be one of those rookies who's going to really really make a defensive impact. That's what that team needs, is defensive impact. That team needs to to figure out who they want to keep. They got, like, four Marvin Bagleys on that roster, low-key. Exactly. But but with that being said, um, I hear you. I do. The only this is the so far the top five teams I think will stay. The bottom three, shout out to the Trailblazers. This is the this is where the buck stops. Um, oh, the Grizzlies, what? the Grizzlies are staying. The Mavericks, ah, y'all gotta go too, man. I'm sorry. Uh, Luka Doncic magic is bound to hit a wall. No, the see, Mavericks. I think you're, I think you're wrong on that sense too because Luka Doncic is used to playing full seasons. I didn't, I didn't. That's not the point I was getting. To. I was just talking about the fact that he ain't got no help. He ain't, he ain't Bronny. You don't need it. He ain't never had no help. He's always oh, been you gonna, out. You're going to need help in the West. You're going to need help in the West. You're going to need it. He now, definitely going to need some said, help with uh, these teams that have already seasoned and they know what right. it takes to, to get to and through the playoffs. I don't know. I believe in the Spurs because they got pop. The Jazz the Jazz are going to come back off the strength of like they always start the year really bad because I'm and a back up. I'm a backup jazz fan, so I I know these things. Like we've always been down. They have, they, they have strong, strong second halves of the season. Yo, right? they have stupid second halves of the season. Like it's it's really. I think they went I'm, like 45 and like four last season. They had half of the season or something. They 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 have the best second half record over the last three four seasons. It's it's really uh crazy with Quinn Snyder be whipping in, whipping into them boys over the All Star break because you know they don't really get All Star so they be spending time as a team while everybody else be traveling and stuff. But anyway, they're gonna come back. The Rockets once they get rid of Melo and feel like you know that's that solves their problems are gonna get it together. Um, I think they just need to make that trade for uh, either David Nawaba or uh, Kent Bazemore, as I keep clamoring for it. They just need to make a trade for a little bit younger and some wingspan. They, the Lakers. They, they need to get a, a poor man's uh, poor man's Trevor Ariza? Yeah, they just need two people who can spot up and and, and hit a and defend hit a well. Through and defend extremely well. Not well, extremely well. David Nawaba, who plays for the Cavaliers, definitely needs to get a look. Hey, 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 we know who David Nwaba is, all right? We remember Bring David Nwaba came up from the South Bay Lakers, eventually played Boo. for the Lakers. That man, hey, 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 that man bro, made his shine. Always want to be relevant to the conversation. We Boo. like to see. <laughs> Hey, we like to see our guys ball out, no matter what. You go do, go trade for Trevor Ariza and go win the West. How you about know what going to. I, I doubt it, but hey, if you do. I'm, I meant the trade. I don't know about the win, but I'm, I'm rooting for that, too. Nah, I think I think you guys need to get, go get Trevor, cut Beasley, go sign Melo on the veterans minimum. Since this since this year wasn't about winning, I say Bro, I don't want Melo, and the reason I don't want Melo. Shut up! Shut up! Melo doesn't care what you want. Melo what Melo wants. Well, guess what? Melo's going to the Lakers, whether you like it or not. Nah, we, but, oh, bro, bro, don't we don't need to try and find minutes for Melo with the team we have right Who now. Who said you have to try to find minutes for Melo? Melo will find minutes for himself. Let's not sleep, ladies and gentlemen. Melo still averaged a quiet 14. There's some players in the NBA who've never even sniffed 10 points. 
And Melo has fallen off because he only scores 14 points per game. I'm sorry. Can you score seven points a game in the NBA? Can you score nine? I heard you're a career bench writer. Melo will smoke half the league still to this day. Bro, they just need to let him wear the hoodie in the game. Wait, let me just ask you this one question. Um, Do you have a better scorer on the bench than Carmelo Anthony? Carmelo Anthony off of coming off Hell of the bench. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Once we get once we get Ingram back, you gonna say Josh Hart have is a better, better score than Melo? Numbers oh, wise, whoa, whoa, yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're, we're numbers wise, yes. I'm ending the segment. You said Josh Hart is a better score. Numbers wise, yes. Right yes. With LeBron, right now, yes. I'm for playing with LeBron, yes. I'm ending, I'm ending the segment. So coming up next, the crew and I, we talk about uh, my main man, Brody, Van Schwiegenheing. I'm not sure if that's how you really say his name, so forgive me if I sound ignorant. Um, I just suck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, coming up next is the update on the MLB Winter Meetings featuring my man, Brody, and uh, Brian Cashman of the Yankees. Check it out. feet, You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah, I understand. Yeah. yeah, you know, like, like, you know, whatever a farmer has to, you know, harvest crop, he sells the farm, but he still keeps the prize cow to win every year. <laughs> he, he's something that's going to bring the people around that, still. That makes sense. But I think it makes sense in light of, you got to look at what the, uh, I even say it's even their division. It's the Oakland A's. Nobody picked them to be even anywhere sniffing close to the wild card. Absolutely not. Let, let, let alone play in the, the game against the, uh, it was against the Yankees, no? Yeah, right. Okay, cool. Anyway, um, the point of that is you really never know in baseball. No one ever predicted the Braves that were supposed to be rebuilding last year to be anywhere close to division champions. Like, no one picked that crap. No one. Um, And, you know, I guess some moves got to be made because you really just don't know. And I I guess that's what the Mariners know. I really don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, it's it's basically I don't know. I maybe they can see it as them trying to stay more competitive. I'm not really too sure, but you know, you gotta give the people an idea that you're actually doing something, that you're going in a direction. When you when you let off three players like that, three of literally their three best players, Paxton, Diaz, and Cano, just gone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's that, that's ridiculous. So you know, oh, you know, let's get Incarnacion and try to make it seem like we actually care. <laughs> that's kind of where I'm going with that. But even crazier thing is you're bringing up before about Josh Donaldson. How much of a threat are the Braves next year in the NL East? I I think they are a threat, obviously, because they're one year older, um, one year wiser. And their young players, some of them haven't even, like, uh, not, is his name, um, what's the shortstop? Ozzy Albies? No, the, uh, the Dansby guy. Oh, no. What's his name? Yeah, even, even he, he was supposed to be the best prospect since Bryce Harper, and even he's not getting the shine out there in Atlanta, so, um, that's just, that, that's just a testament to the young talent they have on the team, and now they brought on a former MVP. Donaldson, who actually had a pretty decent uh, end of the year last year, and it gives them, it gives them, I, I guess, another bet. Um, it's just I'm just waiting for the NL to officially take that DH thing oh, and make it real. Yeah, Dansby so, Swanson. There we go, Dansby Swanson. Um, 
I'm just waiting for the NL to confirm that we're going to use a DH as well, so Robinson can know contract can be and Jonas uh, Cespedes they can rotate in between uh, the DH spot, and we can make sense of those massive contracts that we uh, have to pay them. So, I mean, there's one there's, there's one thing I want to ask you, uh, Yankee fans. Um, can you guys please rejoin mm-hmm. the talks us? and the Marlins so we can get JT Rilamuto and you guys can get Zach Wheeler or whoever it is. I don't um, want Zach Wheeler because we just re-signed J- I don't. I, hey, 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 I know you signed J.A. Happ. I, I heard you the first time. You don't have to yell. Um, <laughs> I said I want you guys to rejoin and reconsider because think about it. CC old, you know what I'm saying? Severino, you really never know what you're going to get with him. He's like another Andy Pettit. Um, and they're, uh, yeah, that should be incentive enough for you guys to rejoin the talk so we can get our man, the the stud that he is down there in uh, Miami, in JT Rilamuto. Yeah, no, nah, I, I don't know about all that. Like, maybe if we lose out on the Bryce Harper thing. Bryce Harper, you got you guys sitting out of Bryce Harper. Yeah, we're not going to get Bryce Harper. We're definitely, Manny Machado's number one decision is the Yankees, so um, you're probably going to end up getting, uh, probably going to end up getting uh, Manny Machado. Uh, don't necessarily know if I love that, but at the same time, it's like, he he is as good as everybody thinks he is. And oh yeah, his, everybody wants to talk about his effort, uh, you know, not running it out during the World Series, this and that, but... That's, that's besides the point. You're asking me about Wheeler. I th- I really hope we don't join in on that because the last thing I want to see is us to get a pitcher that is pretty much in my point. Of, I get I get it. His year was solid last year, but I really don't have that much faith in Zach Wheeler. To be perfectly honest with you, and I'd rather ride out uh, an, an aging CC Sabathia and expect Severino to be first half of last year Severino for the entirety of the year. Then try to get a guy like Wheeler and hope in a prayer, and you guys get an all-star catcher. Sorry, that's not how I'm. I'm not dealing that. My bad. Um, that's that's just it. You started talking about your wants and what you want. That I I don't. I, I I'm talking about me. About well, you're me. you're asking me how I feel. That's how I feel. Yeah, but your feelings should coincide with mine. No, like I feel like we should put my feelings before your feelings. That. Just because you host the show, Stat, doesn't mean I got to all of a sudden start respecting the Mets. <laughs> okay. You don't even have to respect them. Just wish good things upon us, but not even in your same conference, baby. All right, how about this? How about this? I hope Jonas Cespedes plays at least 15 games next year for you guys. Wow, 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 wow. First of all, he's going to play like two times that at least. 30 games? 16 games? At least. You ever seen Zoolander when he looks at the little library and he goes, this has to be at least three times bigger? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're saying. I'm just telling you. I, I, it's true. You know, we get 30 games out of Cespedes, I'm happy. You know? If he comes back the second half of the season and he pulls what he did when we got him from Detroit, Lord have mercy. From Detroit? Yeah. I mean, not Detroit. Oakland, oh, sorry. Son, come on now. Don't don't make me come for you. <laughs> My bad. I'm still, yeah. I'm still traumatized by that trade we did with him when we gave him Michael Homer. Do you want to do you wanna hear my theory about Jonas Cespedes? Uh-oh. I'm not sure. 
It's not as bad as you, it's not as bad as you think. I bet you it's terrible. Well, <laughs> you must not know how deep I go. <laughs> um, I personally feel Jonas Cespedes was one of these kids from these Latin American countries that lied to everybody and told them that he's 16 when the dude was really 22 looking like a 16 year old and now he's like 40 and everybody thinks he's you know is there like his body's deteriorating way too fast to be in his 20s that's all i'm saying first of all first of all he is 32. oh 32 my bad my bad i forget how long is you know my baseball perception is so ridiculous because like i feel like no i just feel like I feel like the dude's been in the league for like three years, but he's been in the league forever now. It's like crazy. No, he's like, only been in the league for like seven years, but he, he just came into the league, which is like 25. You know, how the, this, you know a term that I hate in baseball that's always used, the Cuban defector. What does that mean exactly? It means he left Cuba. Right? <laughs> why is every person that comes out of Cuba the Cuban defector, so-and-so, so-and-so? Like, why is you're not, because right? you're in Cuba, you're not allowed to leave. Because it means he risked something to get here. That's why. No. It means, means, it means he risked it all to play baseball. That's what that means. <laughs> Either way. I don't but, like but, it. But he came to the league when he was like 25, 26. Type of thing. And that's why I hate about baseball. You rarely see like young players who are like 18, 19. Which is why I like what the Braves are doing. And how their team is really good. And think about Mike Trout too. Is The dude's been in the league for like seven or eight years and he's not even 30. Not even 28. Yeah, there you go. Like that's nuts. But he was just a, he was just a, a man child possessed. Like Bryce Harper had his first when he just turned 19. Yeah, 19, 18, going on 19. You're right. Alright, so that being said, brother. <laughs> so it is. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. But listen, just call up the Yankees. Just let them know what I need to do. And you know. I'll, I'll tell Tottenham that they can win the next game. Look, it seems, it seems like your needs and our needs don't really align right now, so we're going to have to get back to you on that one. Uh, I, I don't like that answer. I don't, uh, that doesn't sound promising. That doesn't sound like, uh, yeah, I don't think that's going to work. You know what sounds promising? You're doing like 50 home runs next year. What's up? I don't know about that All right. Well, b- before can we before we end this, can we just do a little piece on our man nope. Luis Valbuena? Nope. Come on, man. Respect yeah, that man. We can talk about that. Respect that man. Go ahead, go ahead and let the people know who Luis Valbuena was. Well, Luis Valbuena and four other individuals. The other individual that passed away during this whole thing was Jose Castillo. And they were gunned down and robbed by, I guess, criminals, if you will. <laughs> And, you know, I just want to say rest in peace to my boys. And I think, like, if you're from Venezuela and you're a Major League Baseball player, don't go there. That country is on one right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to say rest in peace, and I feel bad for the family. And uh, baseball lost a couple of really solid players. Coming up next briefly, the city of Oakland is suing the Raiders and the NFL. Um... This reminds me of an episode of Ballers. Um, not even an episode, a full season. Uh, and if you haven't seen it, you guys are missing out on a great series. Uh, but anyway, me and the crew dive into why Oakland is trying to take back their team by force. Check it out.
top of the paper like Spongebob that episode right? yeah yeah that's, that's all Beast Mode contributed to he's like listen I started it no why <laughs> I, I, my favorite Marshawn Lynch fact I ever heard was the fact that even to this day, if somebody owes him ten dollars, he's asking for it. Multi millionaire. And he hasn't spent any of his NFL money. <laughs> all he, the only thing he spent money so far was uh, his uh, what you call it, his sponsorship. His no script money. <laughs> right. It's crazy to think like, if I'm sitting in a room with Marshawn Lynch and he's like, "Let's get food," and then he says, Let's, "Can we get separate checks?" I swear to God, I might get into a fist fight with him. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. I mean, you might not win that. I don't care. It's the moral of the story. So, so matter of fact, it might have just been his idea. Like this, we joking. This really might have been. Listen, I'm like, we need to go get our money. Now he's saying our money. <laughs> we got, we got to go get our money. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got to make that happen. Doing he said they play. leaving us. us. <laughs> Everybody's like, you right. on the team, us. bro. <laughs> <laughs> us too. All right. So with that being said, like, no, you know what's crazy? Another dude is just kind of just like that. My man, uh, Quiet Leonard, driving this. He still has the Chevy uh, Trailblazer. I think it's like a '98 that he drives. Um, he also the only time he eats, like if he doesn't eat from like his personal chef at home or whatever, he uh he has Wingstop coupons, like vouchers, and he just takes that <laughs> and he cashes them in. Yeah. Can we get Rick Ross just to give this man lifetime free Wingstop? Yeah, right. Listen, Listen, you get a voucher. You get a free voucher. Nah, you, you should just get a sponsor if he likes it that much. <laughs> Open up a couple franchises, son. He's collage lettered, bro. <laughs> nah, so then you taking money, you taking money from yourself by eating your own product. <laughs> you gotta start you know? getting coupons somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. My That's point. The... But the point. Oakland suing, suing the Raiders. And um, if anyone's not familiar with the uh, HBO series Ballers, it's pretty much a spinoff of what happens in the NFL. And somehow, some way, they, I think the NFL probably gets some money from it. Um, obviously, because they agreed to basically have a show that's about them. Now, it is about, uh, I think the previous season that just came out had something to do with the Raiders actually moving from Oakland. Yeah, and yeah, the relocation. Like big thing. Yeah, it was this big thing. And then Spencer, which is played by The Rock, um, he had to figure out how to keep them. And they just couldn't. And they still moved to Vegas. So, so, so that, are you. Are you getting all your NFL statistics from the TV show Ballers? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. That was going on now. I'm getting all my inside track from Ballers. So, so, I, so, I, so, do you know why the city of Oakland is peeved about them leaving and why, why, why they're trying to suit? I really, I think I know the good uh, majority of the reason, but it's your topic, so I'm gonna let you. I was trying to swing you the lob, you cut off the pass. Oh, because you ain't a baller, so I don't know what you talking about. <laughs> I was gonna let you. I was gonna let you have it. Anyway, anyway as I was saying, you out here chatting about some about, about nonfiction. I mean, fit, regular fiction. My bad. <laughs> first, first of all, it's real fiction. Oh, it's real teams in there. Anyway, Mickey J. But uh, Prim. nah. I mean, Oakland, Oakland, Oakland. Like I said, they kind of just like an upset girlfriend right now. They just, they just mad because. The the boo is leaving. They're bad because the boo is leaving. Nah, nah. Their their real the real like claim to this lawsuit is the fact that they just had the stadium where the Oakland plays renovated, and when they renovated it, they had an agreement with the NFL that they would renovate it and they would 
retain the Oakland Raiders for X amount of time. I forgot what the amount of years were, but they they would retain the Oakland Raiders for X amount of time, and that's why they went through with the renovations. But that place don't look different to me. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Listen, when I see um, Oakland play, they still on a baseball field. So the like, biggest eyesore in all of sports, especially diamond. Especially when the athletics are playing, but that's besides the point. You can continue, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it just yeah, no, it just don't look good. It just don't look good, and like, even though they made the renovations and everything, I, I mean, Oakland's gonna get some money from this lawsuit. But Oakland is really just seems like they're upset that the Raiders are leaving because, like you said, the athletics ain't filling those stands. They renovated to fill those stands, but with Oakland Raiders fans, because those are the crazy fans in that town, and they ain't coming to that stadium no more. So they just like, damn, we're going to lose out on a lot of profit. <laughs> a lot of profit. But, yeah, but listen, I think off the <clears throat> soul strength that, you know, it's the Raiders. Like, why do they, why do they have to go to Raiders? Like, Oakland deserves their team. Just like Seattle, shout out to Seattle. They deserve a basketball team. Um, and they're probably going to get one soon. But anyway, um, yeah, I think it's pretty. Because, you know, the Raiders is just not your, uh, let's say, your Jacksonville Jaguars. They're not your Tennessee Titans. Yeah, they're you know? gives a they damn team. Never... Right. I guess you can say that. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I think, I think it's justifiable, but they're not going to win. You know, the NFL is next to America itself is the biggest co- corporation in the world. Um, so, yeah. Good good try, though, Oakland. Uh, man, it, try. it's wild. Like, it's the Raiders, son. Hey, if the city of Oakland don't win and it goes bankrupt in a couple of years, we'll know why. But it's like, it's, dude, it's like being a hockey fan. It's like an original six team leaves the state they're in. Like, are you joking me? Like yeah. the Bruins are like, nah, screw this, man. We're going to Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's funny. They're like, nah, we're, we're, we're out of here. We're going to Foxborough. Oh God, no! Please. No, need, why would you bring that up on the show, man? <laughs> why would you bring up negativity like that, bro? Huh? You know, I just don't understand why that. I, bro, living in Massachusetts for three years, I went to Gillette Stadium three times, and. Every time I was like, "Why the fuck is this here? They should put this somewhere else." I'm in the mood. Why don't we just pick this up and put it over here? here. We should push it towards the city. (laughs) Right. Hey man, if you want to be a Giants fan, your your ass has got to go all the way to New Jersey and also a Jets fan. Wow, 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 wow. Why are we? That's not. I'm not even trying to sub you out. You you know where the stadium is. Hey, yeah, but it it don't look like it don't belong there. It's in a field next to us. Come on now. Don't play me. You ain't gotta hey, because the Giants play there. You can't have the Giants just showing up in the middle of Manhattan. They're Giants. <laughs> They're too big for that. They of, need a field. <laughs> it's a lot of negativity. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. This is supposed we, to be a peaceful don't... topic about Oakland breaking off a relationship that was hurting them. <laughs> Right, we're gonna we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. That, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes this week's episode of Get Live with the Crew. And as always, we appreciate all of you who listen, who tune in, who subscribe, who review. Good feedback, bad feedback. 
know what I'm saying? We appreciate all of that. Um, you can catch me at stat underscore GL. Um, on Twitter, Mo is the notorious MOE. Carson, Farrell underscore GL. Um, and, the, you know, to get live with the crew, Twitter page. You know what I'm saying? Go show love. Go support. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And we'll see y'all next week.